What separates a good anime from a great anime? Why do some animes stick with us long after we've watched it? Welcome to the workshop. I'm Emily. And I'm Chris. We're two friends from high school and now aspiring writers, and in this podcast, we discuss and deconstruct storytelling elements in some of our favorite animes. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Today in the workshop, we are changing things up a little. As you can see, we have video. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god, so these exciting. are our faces. So we decided episode seven, we kind of want to do something different. So yes. Today, as you can see, we are not going to be doing a deep dive mm. into any specific anime, which is what we usually do here. But we're going to be giving you guys our very qualified list. <laughs> and you know what? People um, have asked for this list. The people it has have been spoken. People Nobody have spoken. asked for our faces, but... Nobody asked for that. That's too But bad. you're going to get it anyway. So yeah. you're welcome. You yes. get to see our faces today. Um, if all goes well, then maybe we'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if you're listening on not youtube then you don't get to see our faces so sorry yeah but now we can tell you we can direct you over to the youtube yeah so now you know it it Um, exists okay so yes we are going to be recommending um some of some anime that we think will be good for people who have never seen anime before Mm -hmm. or who know very little about it Mm -hmm. but are interested in it um so what we've done is we've split it up into genres and we're going to recommend one to two animes per genre that we think you would enjoy if you've never seen anime before. Yes. In our highly subjective opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So do you want to explain how it's going to sure. work today? So because we were like, okay, when we speak, we speak for like hours and for hours. <laughs> like for the original podcast sessions, we'll talk for like three hours and then we'll cut it straight. down to like an hour or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be working on a timer today. Okay, everybody? Mm-hmm. You're welcome. We've we're got a res- timer. We're restraining ourselves. So we will be working on a timer. Um, before we before we time ourselves, though, we'll each give our thoughts um, on which titles we'll be discussing or talking about. And then we're each going to get five minutes. Okay? Five <laughs> minutes. That hurts to say. <laughs> to share. Oh uh, we're going to give a quick synopsis about the title that we're recommending as well mm-hmm. as um why we have chosen that one remember if we have one or two titles for a category we're still gonna have five minutes does not matter okay uh yeah. the caveat here is we thought about this what if we have <laughs> titles that overlap right because i would say that Ooh. our tastes are kind of but we similar. haven't seen we haven't seen each other's lists yes so i don't know if we're gonna overlap but if we do, um, but if we do, yeah, <laughs> the um, I guess the procedure from there is we're each going to get well, we're all going to get 10, both going to get 10 minutes in total. Um, and then if there are any, you know, other additional titles we had chosen that don't overlap, that will just be an extra three minutes on top of the 10 minutes. We I thought just about realized this. I just realized yeah. <laughs> I end I I ended up having basically two per category for almost all of them it's fine it's i think we can forever. do it no we can do it we've got five minutes we've got five minutes okay okay we are recording this at night which is not something that we usually do 
we usually record during the day, but it's nighttime. We've got wine. It's going to be fun. Oh, we should have put um, up like a candle or something. Yeah, I know. Set oh, the well. atmosphere. Okay, let's jump into it mm. and let's not dilly dally. So, um, we are going to start with our first genre, our first category. This is an anime essential in my completely biased mm. opinion. So, yes, this is I the agree. shonen genre. If you're unfamiliar with anime <laughs> and you're listening to an anime podcast, mm. this is basically like action battle anime. Um, shonen literally means, translated yeah. for little boys. <laughs> for little boys. We are little boys. So, I am a little boy. I mean, so this right is here, my... you're looking at them. <laughs> This is personally probably my favorite genre. It's what I grew up with. It's what I still love. Um, so it's also the genre I... that most big name anime yeah. uh, series are part of. So it's very yeah. popular, well known. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen some shonen here and there. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you have one so... title or two for this? Ma'am, I have two. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. All right, this you is sure a hard one to cut I'll down. Do okay, mine. so. My two recommendations. Oh my god, I'm nervous. <laughs> Why is she nervous? My two recommendations are Attack on Titan and My oh. Hero Academia. Oh, we don't and overlap. Amazing. I love that for us. Okay. I'm like really impressed. I was really hoping we wouldn't overlap for this one because okay. I would love to share the shonen love. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, um, what are yours? Should I say mine? Mine is yeah. Demon Slayer oh, and Haikyuu. Haikyuu's a shonen. Actually, it is. It is. It is. You're Girl. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So. I, I think of sports anime as like its own category. Okay. You're right. No, I understand. I understand. Am okay. I starting? So Chris is going to start with this one. Um, I'm scared. Okay. And then you get five minutes on the clock. You're timing I know, I'm yourself. I'm like shaking. Do you see on our system. <laughs> okay. The, the timer will go off so you will know. I'm going to start it. Oh, did we explain how we're going to do the genres? synopsis and reasons right yes you said that already right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay just making sure okay timer is starting now okay so attack on titan is about oh attack on titan is set in a post-apocalyptic 18th century europe-inspired world (gasps) where (laughs) man-eating humanoid giants called titans roam free and have forced modern society to live in fortress-like cities surrounded by huge walls to avoid getting killed. Are you with me still? Mm, mm. (laughs) The series follows a young man named Aaron Yeager and his fellow friends and soldiers as they try to uncover the mystery behind what Titans are and how to defeat them. Okay. The premise is whack, I know. But the reason I would recommend it, even though it's super basic and even though it's very hyped up, is because Mm -hmm. I think the hype is warranted. And I feel like I have to recommend this to people who've never tried anime before and are in the mood for an action show. I feel like this was kind of the shonen anime of the 2010s in that I heard a lot of people who didn't normally watch anime end up watching Attack on Titan. So for that reason, I think that it's a good title to recommend to people, especially if you like um darker grittier storytelling mm-hmm. i would say that attack on titan is one of the more darker grittier shonen animes that you will find compared to its it's contemporaries. pretty graphic it's very graphic content warning for like blood and stuff if you don't really like a lot of blood 
<laughs> a lot of cannibalism. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, and okay, I would actually draw parallels to Game of Thrones here, not for plot, oh, not right. for plot at all. But I think that the reason that a lot of people like Game of Thrones is for it's the ensemble cast, the the death counts, the political mm. intrigue, and all of that. And I think people will find that here as well. And it just has really great animation. Okay. <laughs> Number two, My Hero Academia takes place in a world where most people are born with different special powers called quirks. The protagonist is a teenager named Izuku who dreams of being a superhero and entering UA Academy, a prestigious high school for heroes in training. So um, I was on the fence about this one because. Yeah. I wasn't sure if people would like this if they've never seen anime before, but I'm going to recommend it anyway because it's about superheroes. And I think superheroes are trendy. And I think mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who like seeing superhero and villain tropes deconstructed. I don't know. Maybe I'm just mm. making, maybe I'm just guessing <laughs> here. Sweeping assumptions. <laughs> Sweeping assumptions. You're going to find a lot of those here. Yes. Um, and I think that I felt bad just recommending Attack on Titan because it was like, just in case you mm -hmm. don't like, di like oh. super violent, gritty, you know, I kind of felt like I had to recommend something that was a little bit lighthearted. And I think My Hero Academia is like one of my top two <laughs> favorite animes at the Me moment. Me too. Same here. Um, if not my favorite anime at the moment. So it is also very popular. Like, I'm not going to act like it's some, these are not niche recommendations or anything. Uh. Um, but yes, I think it's great. I think... It uses the superhero trope really well, and it dives into the pros and cons of hero culture, and it doesn't just, like, use the superhero trope in a very shallow way. So that is why I would recommend those two. They are very popular, but Good choice. Um, Good choice. I would highly recommend. I have one minute and 20 seconds Whoa! left. I'm so proud of myself. That's really okay. good. All right. I am so proud of myself. I really cut myself off there. So, Emily, it is your turn. All right. In three. Please count me in. Two, one, go. <laughs> okay, Demon Slayer first. All right, synopsis. <laughs> Tanjiro Kamada, good boy, yes. very responsible, intelligent, kind-hearted, um, great protect. He's got a loving family, lots of siblings. <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, only problem is they live in a yeah. world of demons. Okay, so the demons are out here killing people, turning people mm -hmm. into demons. Um, and as a countermeasure to that evil demonic force there are people who rise up as demon slayers it's nice because like i get to do air quotes and people can actually see me do air see quotes. your air quotes so that's yeah. nice um and the show basically just follows tanjiro he becomes as he tries to become a demon slayer himself um we really watch him overcome personal trials interact with other demon slayers and obviously interact with um some of the interesting demons in the world as well Okay, mm -hmm. my reasons for choosing Demon Slayer. I think that when somebody thinks about shonen slash battle anime, like yeah. for me personally, this is really the first series that comes to mind. I just think it embodies the essence of shonen very well. Um, mm. In terms of like battle sequences and stuff, it's very, very well animated, but it doesn't take anything away from the highly intellectual big brained battle oh she said I intellectual always, <laughs> that that's I a recurring like theme on this podcast <laughs> yeah so the battles are very well thought out and they're very well animated um 
And for this show in particular, I just think that there's a, a certain like simplicity to it as well. Because if we think about just for like people who have watched it, there's a lot of dialogue and character development that's very it's very straightforward. It's nothing too complicated. Mm. It's nothing too yeah. sophisticated. So it's very accessible to a lot of people. Um, and even just the whole premise of like humans versus demons, right? Like humans mm. versus mm-hmm. evil. It's very, uh, it's very simple and idealistic to that extent. Uh, so it's very accessible to a lot of people. And just it just looks really cool as well. Like I think that part of the enjoyment of of watching anime comes from. Uh, just what's visually appealing and uh, engaging on the screen. And then Haikyuu... <laughs> Do we even have to say? Just watch it, guys. <laughs> okay. So this was actually like similar to your thoughts on um, My Hero Aka. It was kind of like my afterthought recommendation. Mm-hmm. Somebody do a air quote counter here. Oh my um, god! <laughs> because I wasn't originally going to nominate this one, but it like didn't sit <laughs> right with me to to not for the workshop him. awards, <laughs> the most prestigious awards in anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So, so the synopsis: the story follows uh, Shoyo Hinata. He aspires to be this volleyball player, except he's like a little bit on the shorter side. Um, mm-hmm. But he kind of makes up for it with like his athleticism, and he has a very high jump. And he's also like cute and like very optimistic and just like high. great. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and then so the show follows like him and his high school volleyball team. Uh, they overcome trials. They win some, lose some against other teams. And they try to <clears throat> make their ways to nationals. Okay. So yeah. very straightforward high school volleyball stuff. Um there is okay i just want to like back up my justification or justify my my thoughts about choosing this one because i know that sports anime it pales in comparison to fighting demons but you know there's still a high degree you're right (laughs) there's still a high (laughs) degree of action um the writing is so amazingly just nuanced subtle if you want to hear us rave about it just listen to our very first episode podcast mm-hmm. episode um it's just so incredibly wholesome too like there's just something about there's one minute left one minute left okay thank you there's just something mm-hmm. about like camaraderie amongst like boys that are just like don't say <laughs> <laughs> like, amongst so a cute. ragtag group of friends when you say boys it sounds creepy <laughs> you're right you're right a ragtag group of friends thank you yeah um who are just like trying to better themselves push each other to be better yeah. and you know there's no forces of evil per se that are very obvious but the way that they like antagonize other groups and other teams to um just be like this this obstacle that seems so impossible to overcome uh it has that same essence as a shonen battle anime yeah and scene and scene okay you had 10 seconds left Perfect. We actually did it. Amazing. Okay, do you want to yeah. um, introduce our next genre? Yes. So our next genre is slice of life slash comedy. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Or comedy I like drama, I would say. Anything that's drama, just sure. about any contemporary life. that's just about life. You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. So I've got okay. two. How about you? Okay. I have two. You know I have two. <laughs> <laughs> I have two for basically everything. Why did I even ask? All right. My two. Number mm-hmm. one, yeah. um, your name. <laughs> Interesting that you put this the movie. in Slice of Life. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. And then the other one, 
is leaning more towards the comedy aspect, One Punch Man. Oh, interesting. Have you seen it? Um, I have seen some of it, yeah. Okay. I guess that would, qual- you would say that qualifies more as a slice of life than a shonen. I haven't watched enough of it to know. You That's know what? what? Maybe, I don't, I, I think it still qualifies as shonen, but my shonen category was full, girl. <laughs> Ain't got no room for One Punch Man in that category, yeah, so true. I gotta put him somewhere else. One Punch Man's good though. Mm-hmm. Um, so my two recos are a Gretsuko oh. and a Silent Voice. Oh. Yeah, your the name tea, versus Silent. The voice. tea is hot here. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead? All right. Um, okay. Three. Please give me a countdown. Two. One. Go. Okay, I'm going to start with your name. So, okay. main characters are Taki and Mitsuha. They're both high Love school them. students. And mm-hmm. one day, they mysteriously start switching bodies, okay? Yeah. And then, and there's that. this whole thing with, like, a comet and <laughs> we don't a even mid-autumn have to go festival and coming of age and love and it's just this whole thing and it's just bleh, perfection your summary is just the themes um <laughs> it's not a synopsis it just it just entangles together perfectly okay great all right let's go into reasons so yeah <laughs> just skip I, that. <laughs> I don't know like uh, there's something about having to explain something that you really really yeah. like care yeah. for mm-hmm. in like a few minutes um so firstly i guess we can't talk about your name without talking about the artistic excellence mm-hmm. and just the amount of detail that comes in any shinkai film and animated series in general um yeah you know we talk a little bit in episode five of our podcast series hey this is great for <laughs> plugging ourselves uh we talk a little <laughs> bit in episode five about how he's able to just take the mundane and the and the ordinary in life and turn it into something that's really, really beautiful, that makes people yeah. think and reflect and look inwards. Um, we, we titled that episode podcast, podcast episode, whatever. Um, <laughs> we titled it Chasing the Vibe because, yeah. you know, it's it does have that element of like longing for something. And I thought that this would lean perfectly into this section because Mm. and i literally wrote this i think it encapsulates the essence of slice of life perfectly because if you were to take a slice out of oh my god (laughs) i think you'll always find similar themes of searching and wondering which is a theme that's constantly revisited in the film and then also just out of outside of that more more like introspective aspect um, the premise is just highly interesting. Like you've got body swapping, yeah. um, you get to witness love <laughs> and the love. development of this relationship between two people. Yeah. And you know, we love love. Um, yeah. love is always a, a very interesting topic. And yeah, so I guess I'll I'll end my analysis on your name there. Okay. Second one. Pause, yes. I'll pause your timer because yes. Kimino Nawa, sorry, your name mm. is on my list, but I actually put it under romance. Um, which is interesting, but you've convinced me. Wait, was romance not one of, not part of this, uh, subcategory? Well, we have a romance, like shoujo and romance rom-com, which is our next one. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I put it under romance, um, because I would recommend it to someone who wants a romance. Mm 
Mm. But you have convinced me that it is equally, if not even more, well suited to slice of life. Mm. So have I? I've, I've yeah. Got my job. Yeah, I think if you're craving slice of life or romance, it's actually mm-hmm. very good. Mm-hmm. So, yes. yeah, I will nice. talk about my thoughts on your name later on. When we get to romance, but mm-hmm. I don't have many other things to add. I was focusing more on the feeling that you get from exactly. watching it because yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. if you listen back to what we were talking about in episode five, like that's really mm-hmm. what we leaned heavily on and like focused on as well. Yeah, so I, I think sure. I tapped into that more than I tapped into the. Romance I agree, part. actually. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm going to restart your timer. Thank you. How much time do I have left? You have two minutes and 26 seconds. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. I can, and I can work with that. Go. All right. One Punch Man. So OPM yeah. is this like fantastical comedy. Um, it's set in this version of Earth that's filled with monsters and villains, right? And of course, mm-hmm. if you're going to have evil and villains and monsters, you need... A coalition of heroes. Of course. <laughs> so uh, the coalition in this series is called the Hero Association. And they're mm-hmm. kind of just like any association or uh, like governed organization um, in that, you know, they, they look into issues of like corruption within the association and stuff like that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. People feeling like they're superior. Um, and in particular, people who are part of the association kind of have this disdain towards people who are unassociated. And our main character, Saitama, is an unassociated hero, but he distinguishes himself because he's just, like, super strong. Like, Mm -hmm. the whole point to his character is that he only needs one punch to defeat any enemy. And to him, (laughs) this fact is, like, this huge source of, like, depression for him because mm-hmm. he don't, he no longer gets any joy out of being, you know, like, out of fights, right? Because he, he just so easily beats everyone. So he just goes and does, like, a bunch of stuff for fun. So he, like, joins the association for fun and he, like, single-handedly saves the planet on multiple mm-hmm. occasions for fun. Okay. So this show is actually yeah, one minute. really funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's really funny because I think that it approaches life in a very dry and like comedic way in a cynical mm-hmm. way which isn't yeah. I, I get it's not everybody's cup of tea in terms of comedy but it's mine and it's <laughs> I my think list. it's trendy cynical humor is trendy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so and it's also it also kind of taps into the idea of like making our fears like funny <laughs> you know oh yeah 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 for sure <laughs> like yeah. using humor to mask our depression yeah. Um, mm. because even if like you look at the character of Saitama, like he's just, he's just this like skinny bald guy and he's got all of this power in the world, but he's still unsatisfied. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that, that yeah. recurring thought that I feel like a lot of people have where it's like, I wonder what it would be like if I had all of the power in the world or all of the mm. wealth in the world, where would I go from there? Right. And this show is kind of yeah. trying to make the statement where it's like, there's your time. Okay, wrap up your point. Depression is the answer. Yeah, it's just really funny. I really like Depression it. Depression is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank Great. You. Those are really interesting recommendations. I didn't think about One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Are you All right, guys let's, ready? Let's hear it. All right, my timer is starting now. Agretsuko follows <laughs> a 25-year-old anthropomorphic red panda named Retsuko <laughs> who... <laughs> works in accounting um, at a big company in Japan. And the show is basically just about her navigating the ins and outs of life as a young adult, 
On the surface, Retsuko is a bit introverted and soft-spoken, but she holds in a lot of her rage and insecurities. Mm. And in order to let out all her pent-up feelings, she will once in a while go to a karaoke bar and sing death metal (laughs) to unwind. Okay, so let me explain myself. Yeah, it's a slice of life. You get a slice of life, right? You're right, you're right. So fun fact about Agretzko is the show is actually made by the same creators as Hello Kitty. So that's an interesting... Yeah, right? Mm, I wonder how they're doing. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's just crazy that, like, the creators of Hello Kitty were able to just so... Like, they really tapped into, like, what does it mean to be a 20 Mm. or in your 20s? And then they just, like, made a show about it. And maybe you've seen this on Netflix already. And, like, you saw the thumbnail, thought it was a kid's show Mm. or some, you know, kawaii, like, dumb anime. But this show is actually targeted at young adults. And it's interesting because it seems counterintuitive to, like, have this super cutesy art style. Like, it's intentionally, like, overly cute. Like, it's Hello Kitty, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but the juxtaposition actually kind of works really well for the tone of the show. And I think it specifically portrays situations and typical issues that someone in their 20s would deal with. Right. Like, it tackles themes of dating, um, the nuances of corporate culture, misogyny, insecurity, and just, like, mm. the general, like grind of life you know um and i think so many slice of life shows tend to focus on teenagers and it tends Mm, to yeah like slice of life is so saturated with like the over romanticized romanticization romanticization Mm. (laughs) um of like adolescence right and youth Mm. but agretico is a show that is for young adults and like i think anyone in their 20s especially if you've worked in corporate or you know you've just come out of school and you're just trying to navigate what it means to be an adult Mm -hmm. like it's really lighthearted. it's very focused on comedy but when you really get into like later on in the show with all the drama it's like there's some genuine moments there um my second recommendation is a silent voice is that controversial Mm. i don't know um it's a fantastic movie great show Um, movie it follows Shoya Ishida, a high school student and social outcast that has difficulty talking to his classmates. Shoya recalls his elementary school days where he remembers bullying a deaf girl named Shoko Nishimiya. Now older, Shoya attempts to make amends, and the movie follows Shoya and Shoko's path to forgiveness and reconciliation, and it tackles themes of bullying, self-loathing, disability, and mental health. So, um, I would actually like to give a content warning for this movie. If you're particularly sensitive to discussions of suicide and bullying based around like disabilities and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like this movie for a few reasons. I don't like it as much as I like Kimi no Nawa, but (laughs) um, I would say it is great in that it has a deaf main character um, and the Mm -hmm. film doesn't sugarcoat the struggles, I would say, of Mm. mental health. Yeah. And I think there are moments that are genuinely really heart-wrenching and it really makes you think about like I don't know, it just makes you think about how everyone is going through something and you can't like assume things about people. Um mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of focus on 
forgiveness and friendship and tackling your inner demons in mm, order to be happy. Love that. And what I love, love is that the movie doesn't focus on romance. Um, mm-hmm. And I think maybe in some spinoffs, they might go into some romance, but in the movie itself, it's a lot more focused on friendship and on like the process of making amends towards someone that you've wronged, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have five seconds, but I'm going to end it. Nice. Just to your point, though, about yeah, (laughs) I know, I know, we're under a timer. Listen, I know. Yeah, but just to your point about Uh revisiting mental illness, Mm -hmm. not constantly, but a healthy number of times. I I just think it's amazing that they they never romanticize it, and they're kind of candid about mental illness, but not to the point where they they devalue it or um skirt around the core issue you know they, yeah. they really it's I think it's really hard to find a balance to represent such sensitive issues well in yeah. media and that's part of its strength that it does that yeah. so well I think good choice maybe some people might find it a little bit too I don't want to say too much but like you know if you're looking for a drama it's a good mm-hmm, recommendation mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. I agree okay next category okay let's move it on move okay it along. so our next category is oh, it's shoujo and romance rom com. Oh my god, Chris's favorite. <laughs> ah, I just if feel you're new... cringing every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're new to the here. pod, you know that I, I like don't know anything about romance. <laughs> I actually, so, okay, mm-hmm. I I mentioned that I have Kim no Nawa as one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you have another one? But my other one, I did have another one, thankfully, because yeah? I was like, I can't just recommend Kimono. No. Like, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> people are going to stop listening to the pod if all we talk about is Makoto Shinkai. So, my second recommendation is Toradora. Oh, okay, okay. Good one. Yeah. The only other romance I know. Who wants to guess mine? Wait, wait, stop. One of them has to be Oron. There's only one girl. It's Oron. <laughs> You know what? That's my only that's, one. That's classic shoujo right is there. Is it on brand for me? Yes, it's it so is. so on brand. <laughs> Technically, that's actually really good because my recommendation, like Toradora is not a shoujo, you know? I see. Yeah. Shoujo is like anime that is made for girls uh-huh. or girls. And it tends to have like, it's like, not you know, us. K-drama <laughs> plots. Yeah, we're not girls. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm glad at least one of us here knows what shoujo means. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I was like, Oron is the only shoujo I've ever seen. So. We were literally oh. planning this podcast and she was like, listen, I know that this is the shoujo category, but can we just make it shoujo slash romance? Because I can't right now. I don't know any shoujo. Sorry, I grew up as a little boy, so. Um, okay, I'm right, going to go, go through... Ahead. Oh, I have to start a timer. Okay, it's it's going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go through Kimono Nawa really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, what is there left to say other than if you haven't yet watched this movie and you're yeah. interested in watching any kind of anime, just watch Kimono Nawa. It's like the it it literally is the now we the highest it like grossing three times. Yeah, and it's the highest grossing Japanese animated film of all time now. So. Yeah, if you're interested in anime in any no capacity, excuses. this is, you have no excuses, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, give it a try. I know not everyone likes it, but mm-hmm. there's a high chance that you will. Um, it has a great soundtrack. It has the most beautiful animation you'll ever see. Um, 
and don't let anyone the cutest characters <laughs> the cutest characters mm. don't let anyone let you believe that this movie is overhyped or overrated mm. it deserves all the hype so that's us overhyping it for you mm-hmm. um okay i'm gonna talk about toradora uh toradora follows high school student surprise surprise ryuji <laughs> who, despite his gentle and kind-hearted personality, is often misunderstood due to his intimidating face, making him look Aww. like a delinquent. I know, it's kind of sad. I've never seen this, by the way. This is cute. Yeah, so you're in for a treat. Um, mm. Ryuji secretly harbors a crush on his classmate Minori, and then he learns that his new neighbor and Minori's best friend, Taiga, happens to have a crush on his best friend, Yusaku. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. The show follows Ryuji, Taiga, and their group of friends as they navigate uh, their crushes, school, and their personal lives. So it actually is very much a slice of life, um, mm. but I, I would say it is heavily focused on, like, romance. Right. And I feel, first of all, I just felt like I had to recommend something other than your name, but also <laughs> this is a classic of the early to mid thousands, I would say. Mm, and mm-hmm. I believe that there is actually a tradition among, you know, Toradora fans to watch this show every year during the holiday season because the finale takes place during Christmas. That's so, so it's a, sweet. It's a great show to watch in December if you like, there's 25 episodes. So if you like watch like one episode a day or something. Mm. Um, and I, I very much associate this show with the holidays in that it's, it gives me the warm fuzzies. Like, there's mm. very impactful character drama, but it's just a very warm show. And I think that even though this is one of the only romance anime that I've ever seen, I think to this day, despite nostalgia and everything, I think that it really holds up as being like a classic romance slice mm-hmm. of life anime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, re- I really like that the male protagonist breaks convention, I feel like, in that he is kind of the really soft-hearted and oh, doting yeah, 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 one. Yeah. And even though he has this very, like, scary, pers- like, persona, he is, like, a, he's, like, a caretaker type of character. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just really great male Which representation. Guys are. Just kidding. <laughs> we wish. Um, <laughs> and my favorite part about this, and I feel like this is my number one thing when it comes to romance for me, is that I like romance that is built up like it's a bit of a slow burn yeah so that the romantic relationship actually feels earned Mm -hmm. because i i just do not like insta love like when characters Mm -hmm. are just like immediately attracted to each other or if like the relationship is just you know rushed Mm -hmm. so this is very much a show that focuses on friendship and i think that the side characters are fleshed out very well so no one feels like a cardboard cutout of a trope. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Toradora, guys. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. I believe it's on Netflix, so check that out. Let's add it to the workshop queue as well. I, I think it's on there, it. yeah. We'll watch it Perfect. at some point. Perfect. Okay, are you ready? Okay. Three, two, one, go. All right, so we talked about this in episode two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just plug ourselves again. Um, All right, synopsis. So we meet uh, Fujioka Haruhi. She's this first year honor student at this super elite, prestigious high school called Oron Academy. 
And basically she stumbles upon the the school's host club, which is basically this like parody of real host clubs, which are a lot more famous in Japan's red light district. Um, We don't really see it here, although they could exist. I don't know. Um, But this (laughs) host club is basically comprised of these like super attractive and charming Uh, very tropey high school boys and they spend all of their free time entertaining their guests and themselves and like their guests are just like female um students at this school and they just have like tea and stuff it's it's nothing scandalous it's very pg um (laughs) and the story follows haruhi she accidentally breaks this really expensive vase in the host club room and she becomes indebted to the club so in order to pay her dues she ends up joining the host club as one of their male members because she's kind of like androgynous is that the right word yeah yeah well, aside from this show just being like an absolute classic, um, so classic again, again from the two thousands, right? Um, just when I just think of shoujo, like I myself am not a big shoujo fanatic either. Um, but when I just think of so shoujo, sorry, I'm a little drunk. So just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of shoujo, um, I think that a lot of those series revolve around the notion of a single protagonist and they kind of have to choose Mm -hmm. from amongst like a a selection of love interests. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's dangerous just from the writing perspective too, because it's easy to come across very heavy handed with a lot of emphasis put on that notion of like, Oh, you got to choose one, but they're also eligible. (laughs) All bachelors. (laughs) So dumb. Um, Rather than like on significant stuff that'll make the series good, like character development and plot. Yeah. Um, so so that's why I kind of like want to praise this show for being so susceptible to that kind of danger, but not falling into that pit. Right. Yeah. This show really. It just made me fall in love with the characters, like all of them, because Mm -hmm. we learn more about them and we eventually come to see them as more than just the simple love interest. Um, We come to see them as three-dimensional characters who actually have impactful, like an impact on other characters around them and on their settings. Uh, We talk a little bit in our podcast episode about how the writing just seems very self-aware, like it knows Mm. that. Um, hey like we're a shoujo genre and we have tropes but we're careful mm-hmm. not to fall into that and um we we you know we're not going to take ourselves too seriously it but at the same like, time yeah leans into those tropes exactly though, you know? i was just gonna say yeah. like at the same time it remains consistent because yeah, yeah we are a shoujo so like let's yeah. have fun with it so yeah even though it doesn't take itself too seriously there are still moments where you know the guys are trying to like vie for her attention or yeah these like hugely romantic wildly romantic gestures right so in that way it's like it's taking advantage of all of the show that yeah. the everything that the shoujo genre has to offer while mm-hmm. still being true to itself and true mm-hmm. to what to its identity as a shoujo anime um yeah let's see what else um i think that it says it says a lot of important things about femininity like when we were talking about mm. it in the podcast episode even we, gender roles in in general yeah, yeah and we had a lot of good discussion about that because there was a lot of a lot to unpack here um mm. and then aside from that like other important things in life like relationships or mm-hmm. family right mm-hmm. like 
um, jealousy, you know, like yeah. how to deal with that because there is the, the, the relational component that comes with love and all of the positive things that come with that. But then how do you deal with negative feelings that are associated with that, like jealousy mm-hmm. and um, I don't know, like being vulnerable with one another. Right. Yeah. So that it was a good, it was a good balance between, um, real hard hitting themes and then also just all of the entertaining things yeah all of the entertaining things that come with you know being in love and rom-coms and shoujo Mm -hmm. genres in general so there's a timer oh right on time ending yeah thank you thank you thank you all right um i will say also about oran like Mm. wasn't expecting to like it and you know what I ended mm-hmm. up liking it. So I think that's a lot. You had your lot. doubts. I remember that. I have my doubts because I would say if you typically like K-drama plots, like Korean drama, yeah. you know, where it's mm-hmm. like things are really dramatic mm-hmm. and it's like, it's very tropey, but like mm-hmm. it's fun because it's tropey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Oran is like a good, yeah, it's a good fun option mm-hmm. for your anime. So for our next category, um, we're going to be looking at mystery slash thriller Ooh. all right yeah i only have one you have two i do <laughs> okay okay so my one uh-huh is erased <gasps> we have a winner <gasps> we have you have that too we have an overlap i love that um oh okay yeah so erased is one of mine could you imagine yes. if i only picked erase <laughs> Then we would just like have just a ten minute discussion about erased. So yes, I also picketed. I also picked Mm. erased. And my second one is I don't know how popular this anime is, but it's Hyoka. Mm, It's a Kyo Annie anime, Um, and yeah, it's one of my faves. All right, okay. So why don't you start? We're gonna do this then. We're gonna do ten minutes. Um, for us to just have a conversation about Erased. Mm-hmm. And then we'll allot three minutes for Hioka. Okay, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah? I probably won't even cool. need three minutes, so. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let me know and when to start. the timer is going. Okay. So, synopsis of the show. You can yeah. you can butt in with anything I might have missed. Okay. So, the show is about this young man named Satoru Fujinuma. He's kind of like weird like he's emotionally disconnected and oh he's yeah like kind of socially inept right yeah he's a manga artist not to say that manga artist equals those things but no. it's just coincidental okay um and he's just trying to get by he has this thing to him where he occasionally experiences like leaps back in time where mm. like usually it'll just be a few minutes uh into the past but it's usually in a case where he has to save the life of somebody nearby right so to that extent he believes that's the purpose for for these time skips um one day however this kind of like traumatizing thing happens to him and he experiences this like big leap back in time that sends him all the way back to when he was an elementary schooler so now he's like this 29 year old guy living in this the body of a nine-year-old okay trust me it gets better from here (laughs) (laughs) and he's he he believes that this time skip was to help him save the life of somebody in his future okay Mm -hmm. so he kind of like goes about trying to redo things so that he can save that person but also he firmly believes that he's there 
for a second secondary purpose and that is to prevent this kidnapping incident that happened in his childhood mm-hmm. um and this kidnapping incident also resulted in um the lives of like three of his childhood friends being taken or something so it's a very you know it's a it's a very serious situation that he's in mm-hmm. um so he's just trying to like redo things that's the yeah. synopsis anything to add not really i mean Trust me, these synopses sound so convoluted, but just give them a chance. Just give, <laughs> just them, give a chance. them a chance. Yeah. We just don't know how to summarize things <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this show... Do you want to do your points first? It technically is your sure. turn. Sure. Yeah. So, for anime watchers out there, yeah. listen, I get that there's critique for this show. I get that oh, there's... Is there? I, get, I get Is it. there like hate? There do people hate this show? There, there is a little okay. bit, yeah. I did not in know the that. anime community. Okay, but honestly, I think that people, most people, come out of this show being like, "Wow, like, mm-hmm. like, kind of exasperated, right?" Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think for me, the strength in this show is what the the feelings that you take away from it when you leave the show. Like, I'm I'm mm-hmm. not really one to binge watch shows, so. I think the strength of mystery of any mystery series to me is like when I when I go away from the show for a bit and I feel empty because I just like I don't know it, it like took so much out of me and I I want to know what <laughs> happens next empty. right yeah like there's this there's so much suspense built into every mm-hmm. single episode um, and mm-hmm. I like that they explore the concept of like trauma right because I think that with a lot of people who yeah. have experienced trauma before sometimes they think. Like, if I had gone back in time and did this thing differently, could things have been different, right? Yeah. So in that way, I think it also makes people think a lot about the things that they see around them. Like, how how can I act differently in this way so that this doesn't happen? Like, it just get, encourages people to yeah. think more, right? While also providing that very suspenseful, gritty gritty feeling that <laughs> I think a lot of people go to thrillers and mysteries for. So Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Yes, I agree. I mean, it's just a, at its core, it's a murder mystery. Mm -hmm. If you like murder mysteries, serial killers, if you like, if you like the trope of kids solving mysteries, which I do. (laughs) I do. I love, I love shows about like kids, like mature kids, but they're still kids. So they're like a little bit cute and dumb. And in that way, it's like mature, but not too mature. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's like there's involved. mature themes, but mm-hmm. it's not like it, it's not like it's like the portrayal of kids is like you can tell that they're yes, kids, except yes. for obviously the main character is a literal adult in his kid body. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think if you're someone that doesn't like supernatural things, I wouldn't be put off from the show just because there's like a little bit of time travel because like the supernatural elements are like very slight i would say they're just if to, i remember correctly they're just to like facilitate the the drama and yeah the yeah it's primarily a character drama it's primarily mm-hmm. a murder mystery it's anything that you would expect from a suspense thriller mm-hmm. um and i would also say that yeah i the mystery writing isn't pitch perfect if i remember correctly mm-hmm. um i think a lot of people have the tendency to be like oh i could already guess who the killer was or (laughs) something but to me you know what it's fine as long as 
the characters have some kind of growth as long as there's something else to grasp for. And I do think that this show thematically has a lot of value, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like the plot might not be perfect, but I think it does make up for it in, you know, the themes that it's trying to portray and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that I'm recommending it even years after watching it and my mind is still fuzzy about the details. Like the fact that I, I can, you know, pretty faithfully recommend it to people means that something stuck with me at least yeah, like if not with impression. my head then with my heart <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um and then also side note this show has one of my favorite anime openings of all time yeah it's really um yeah like this is like asian kung fu generation the band icons mm-hmm. they are icons in the industry mm-hmm. and it has a really great anime opening mm-hmm. so yeah we should do a podcast episode about anime openings because i'm down i love i love anime openings if you're new to anime if you're new to anime and you don't know the hype anime openings are a work of art (laughs) they are literal works of art and they Um, also tell you about the quality exactly um i think that there's a lot of like really great storytelling that happens just in anime openings so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah um do i have anything else to say about it i think that's it actually um yeah i think so too okay i will spend the last three minutes because it's exactly three minutes talking about hyoka okay so you've never seen hyoka right Mm -mm. okay so hyoka follows an apathetic high school student (laughs) named high school student no way (laughs) no way um, named Oreki, who likes to live very pragmatically by not spending energy on anything unless he absolutely has to. <laughs> First of all, relatable. Nice. Um, one day he agrees to join his school's classic literature club to stop it from being disbanded and ends up getting roped into their shenanigans, <gasps> which involves solving various mysteries. So. Okay. I watched this a long time ago, so I don't remember like exactly everything that happens, but I think to this day it's still one of my favorites. And again, it goes back to my very biased love for a group of kids trying to solve mysteries. A ragtag team of kids. A ragtag team of kids. <laughs> They're not even that ragtag, but okay. yeah. Um, for me, I would recommend this because it's not a thriller mystery in the way that erased is like a thriller right you know what i mean yeah when i think of the show i think of how peaceful it is how Hmm. quiet it is and how they're still able to make it feel very compelling even in its simplicity and Hmm. even though it's not like super dramatic types of mysteries that they're solving so i actually find the show like very comforting that's interesting because i think that first of all it's also based off of a novel so i think when shows are based off of especially animes there's a big difference i think sometimes in the pacing of the story when it's based off of a novel versus a manga right sometimes. like there's a little bit of a difference there yeah there's a little bit more nuance i feel like with the themes um, so if you're in the mood for something that's like a little bit artsy, a little bit more quiet and peaceful, I would definitely recommend Hyoka. Mm. And one thing that I also like is the dynamic of the show's two leads, like the male lead and the female lead, in that they're very opposite, in that Oreki is, he's a very like, 
to himself kind of character doesn't want to mm-hmm. you know he's literally trying to do the least in his yeah, life yeah and then chitanda the female lead is like the complete opposite she's super curious she's like the anime version of like a manic pixie dream girl but in a good way and so i think that dynamic is really compelling and it's just like great if you're in the mi- mood for a mystery that's chill mm, so, that does sound really yeah. appealing I did that all in. You've already less convinced than me to watch minutes. it, yo. Yeah, I mean, some people might find it boring, mm. but you know what? I think that some there people. are some artsy fartsy folks who will like it. So that's what we are—artsy fartsy little boys. Artsy fartsy. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Why don't okay. you? I think it's your turn to do the next one. Oh yeah. So we are kind of at our last category genre here hopefully all of you guys have been taking notes my favorite genre <laughs> yeah is this actually your favorite it's my favorite genre oh my god i love that okay so our last genre is sci-fi mm-hmm. fantasy mm-hmm. so i love sci-fi fantasy but i actually don't know a lot of like sci-fi fantasy show like animes I like would are... say that a lot of them overlap with being shown in as well. Yeah. Yeah. As is the case with my nomination. <laughs> True. Okay. So You go first. I actually only have one for this. I thought I would have more, but you know what? I'm yeah. just going to stick to the one because okay. I think that if there's any one thing that I will recommend, if there's any one anime that I will recommend to anyone, it will be, surprise, surprise, all you anime <sighs> like wizards what, not wizards connoisseurs. Anime, intellectuals <laughs> connoisseurs are gonna roll their eyes but hey what is it don't at me it is the anime cowboy bebop oh what nice. did you think i was gonna say did you think i was gonna say naruto <laughs> oh please god don't oh my I god like, no guys no it, it physically pains me to not recommend my favorite anime of all time mm. but i would not recommend it to a newbie all right. Okay, what's yours? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. <gasps> Ooh, that's a shonen, but I- I'm glad you put it in fantasy. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you put it in it's, fantasy. It's also sci-fi. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of sci-fi. Both. Yeah. Alchemy science. Yeah, I would say it's like very I would know. occult. Yeah, she no, would kidding. know. Alchemy is. You have a science degree or something? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you... Cowboy Bebop. Am I starting? Buzzy. Oh, I am starting. Uh-huh. Okay. So Cowboy Bebop is... So- oh, I have to start the timer. I have 10 minutes. I don't think it'll take me 10 minutes, but I will start the timer. You have 10? No, no, it's 5-5. Five, five. Oh five. my god. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Why, You're my not going to need 10 minutes. I know. It is, it is this right here. It's the wine. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm like lightweight of lightweights. Okay. <laughs> she is. Okay, sank, is. sank minutes on the Can clock. Can confirm. Okay. okay. You can tell I'm like drunk because my French just came out. Okay. <laughs> so Cowboy Bebop is set in the year 2071 and follows the adventures of a ragtag team of bounty hunters. I knew you would like the word ragtag. <laughs> ragtag team of bounty hunters as they travel the galaxy in a futuristic lawless world. Okay. Mm. That's all I'm going to say about Cowboy Bebop because... That's all there is to say about Cowboy Bebop. Mm. Um, this is a genre-bending anime in that it is, I would say, like a space western. So, 
like imagine like a cowboy movie but like set in space um wow it's a it's an adventure it's got a jazz soundtrack the most iconic jazz soundtrack you'll ever hear you've probably if you've listened to jazz in any capacity you've probably already heard the cowboy bebop opening it's called tank it's very popular it is so iconic it is very iconic um so yeah the reason i have to recommend it recommend this is because i think it is widely considered to be like the most important anime of all time it is a Mm -hmm. 90s classic and honestly i just i'm so shocked that this anime that was so popular like no one was able to capture this vibe in Mm. this way ever again like i think that there are animes true smaller animes that might have tried but i don't think anything ever hit the nail on the head in the way that cowboy bebop did i think it's like anime star wars yeah i mean kind of it's a lot less (gasps) dramatic Mm. yeah i think the point of like western movies is that it feels very like ooh, we're just some cowboys in a lawless world type thing (laughs) Um, I love that. But I think what I love about Cowboy Bebop, and this is a personal taste thing, mm. um, is that it's very much like, how do I say this? It's that thing where it's always writing just enough exposition. Mm. Like, it doesn't go full out. It doesn't tell you everything about the characters all at once. It's very much like every episode is a contained adventure. Mm-hmm. And you just learn a little bit about the characters along the way, very slowly. It's like show, not sense. tell? Kind it's of? very show, not tell. The world is highly interesting. And I think the best word that I can use to describe this anime is stylish. Like, mm. it is, it's just got that vibe. In the same way that Kimi no Nawa was able to, almost like that lightning in a bottle feeling where yeah. it's just holistically such an experience and i know that i'm like hyping this up but it's literally cowboy (laughs) bebop and Mm. i think it is like the sci-fi anime to watch if for some reason you've never watched cowboy bebop before Mm -hmm. so yeah that is all i will say good choice good choice and i will start your timer all right fmab let's talk and go okay so it feels nice to have one selection. Yeah, you feel like you have all the you time have room in the world. To, you have room to breathe. Okay. So yeah. Edward and Alphonse Elric, there's, oh, there are these two brothers, and they have this affinity and this interest for alchemy, okay, and all its secrets, because alchemy is understandably very mysterious. Yes. Um, you know, they're brothers. They grew up um, in the countryside in their little home. Uh, with their mother and their best friend, Winry Rockbell. Best girl, Winry best Rockbell. Best Winry. And one thing leads to another. <laughs> and Ed loses an arm. And mm. Al loses his body. <laughs> yeah. In a transmutation gone wrong. And, you know, he lost his body, but he still has, like, his soul or his spirit going for him. So they they still manage to, to you know, come out of it alive. Yeah. Um, a little scathed and bruised and beaten and lost limbs, but yeah. um, they come out alive and they kind of, the whole premise is that they go, they really rely on each other and stick together and go through this really unapologetic world of cruelty is what together. I can say, yeah. is how I can describe their journey from there yeah. on in. Um, 
they travel the world to advance their alchemic training and they search for the philosopher's stone which is this like very highly powerful magical uh, uh, object that mm -hmm. they believe will be the answer to all of their problems um, and then all the while they're kind of also struggling you know they're overcoming obstacles and struggling with this like push and pull of being a state alchemist as well right being mm -hmm. hired by the state to do yeah. what they do so that's that's the synopsis it's it's a very long long show relatively and relatively. so there's a lot that happens yeah. um so that's why synopsis is kind of like convoluted yeah but personally this would be my pick for best anime ever <laughs> it is widely considered to be one of the best anime ever made and yeah, I would agree. So, I think it's funny that we mm -hmm. both chose like two iconic animes. Like yes, <laughs> yes. for this category, written yeah. by a woman. Yeah, very important to note. There. There's not a lot of female mangakas <laughs> yeah. um, in, in the, the shonen world. Yeah, so she's iconic. World building immaculate. Okay, like, chef's kiss. I think. I think that. Yeah. Part of the fun that comes with world building for sci-fi and fantasy is that you can just like make stuff up and have it be cool. So yeah. it definitely has that element of like just cool. The rule of cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. That's what um, I call it. Cool, fantastical elements. But at the same time, it it doesn't shy away from destitution. That is mm. very representative of what happens in reality poverty yeah. um governmental authoritative rule yeah social issues and like war right it really mm -hmm. doesn't shy away from things that are deeply rooted in real life and that are very mm -hmm. troublesome and unsettling um yeah. and depicting that in this fantastical world allows people to kind of have a detachment to it while also caring about it at the same time yeah um and then as I said, like it's it's relatively long because it's so large scale. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of characters. Involved. Yeah. Almost Game of Thrones esque in that way as well. Actually. Ensemble cast. Yeah. Yeah. A lot mm -hmm. of villains as well. Um, and then morally gray characters. Ooh, morally gray. That's like we super love trendy right now. Morally gray characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of them. A lot of them. They're mm -hmm. very diverse. And they're also like genuinely frightening too because yeah. there's the villains that are frightening in the sense of they're just so powerful and you don't mm -hmm. know what to expect from them but then there's villains who are like oh I can see that being somebody in real life and that's yeah. frightening too right um and just the personal taste thing <laughs> something that I really yeah. really like about this show is that we get to see our characters grow from mm -hmm. these like small immature boys and um, children to young men who have really been shaped by their experiences and their experiences mm -hmm. have been nothing short of like absolutely traumatic there's oh, your timer it. but wrap up wrap I up. could I could go on forever about yeah. full metal alchemist brotherhood yeah. brotherhood for those of you who don't oh, know the make the distinction make the distinction brotherhood now. and full metal alchemist the original um the full metal the original series was adapted after the manga but then it kind of like overtook the manga in terms of um, yeah. what was written 
and so they kind of like went their own path with it with it which wasn't that good so they actually just started to scrap it and start over um which is why brotherhood is widely known for being way better because it actually follows the mangaka's original thought and ideas Mm -hmm. and nothing in the original fma is excluded from fmab so don't even bother with the original yeah so watch brotherhood if you haven't Mm -hmm. yet watched Mm -hmm. fma Mm -hmm. yes yeah all right so that brings us to the end of our genres um yeah and because we just can't choose (laughs) we just wanted an excuse to recommend even more (laughs) a set of titles per genre we're also going to talk a little bit about our honorable mentions okay yeah i will say do you want a timer for this like do you want like a three minute timer for all of them yeah <laughs> I don't I don't think I need a time. You don't need one? Okay. I'm just gonna talk like right. candidly a little bit, a little bit about Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> um so I guess I'll go first. Let sure. me know if you have I'm gonna list my three and then why don't you list I honestly well. don't think that will overlap for this, but okay. yeah, you go okay. first. All right. Um uh, my first one was Attack on Titan. So oh, I think you okay, yeah. you already spoke a little bit to that. Yeah. Second one, Mob Psycho One Hundred. Ooh, interesting. Okay, third, The Promised Neverland. Mm. So The Promised Neverland is my rec for um, thriller and mystery. Mob Psycho is my um, recommendation for shonen. And Attack on Titan was my recommendation for sci-fi fantasy. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So I won't speak up too much about that one because I think you covered it adequately. Um. (laughs) Did you want to quickly say your? Oh yeah, I should say mine. Okay, so my first one is like a very lazy recommendation, but it's just Naruto. If for some no, I I it hurts me okay. to say. <laughs> hey, if you guys want to watch Naruto, I mean, let mm-hmm. me know. Let me know if I influenced Netflix you party. to watch Naruto. <laughs> um, yeah, the only reason I'm not recommending Naruto is because it's hundreds of episodes, and yeah, it's like. It's ongoing in the sense that, like, the current season of it is literally the kids of the original characters. So I'm not even going to make y'all watch that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so my first recommendation is any of the Studio Ghibli movies. So Hayao oh, Miyazaki movies. If for some reason you've never seen Spirited Away, true. Howl's Moving Castle, Princess Mononoke, Ponyo. <laughs> Ponyo. I think they're all on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. definitely watch those because that's always a great starting point. Those are like also classics, classics. and they're movies. So there you can watch them in like one sitting if you know, you don't want to commit to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think Spirited Away won an Oscar. So if for some reason you haven't seen that, just watch it. It used to be the highest grossing film. It used to be. Uh, an yeah. animation before your name. <laughs> a point that we'll always say. <laughs> we said it in our Your Name episode and we'll say it again. <laughs> Um, my second recommendation is Castlevania. So mm. this is a dark, gritty fantasy. And it's basically like, I don't know, a Dracula retelling about mm. vampire hunters. It's based on the Castlevania video games. Um, is this your sci-fi fantasy one? It is my sci-fi fantasy, Reco. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is, yeah, if you really want like a dark fantasy, um, I would recommend that one. Mm-hmm. And... Also, that's also on Netflix. And my third one is Great Pretender. So this came out. Have you heard of it? Came out this year. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. So it came out this year. And this would be my reco for 
I don't know. Like, I don't know what it would be. It's mm. not a slice of life. It's basically a heist anime. If you like heist huh. aesthetics. Um, That's like action. Yeah, really? action. Action, but not battle. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that came out this year. Got really good reviews. It's about a ragtag team Ay. of professional high-end con artists. And yeah, it's just, you just follow them as they go and do these elaborate heists across all of these cities. It's got style. It's got flavor. It's got a jazz soundtrack, which I am biased to. Mm. And it has a very distinct, vibrant art style and animation. And a really great English dub for people who care about that kind of stuff. Nice. So we're not dub haters. Recommend. We are not dub haters here. Okay. We are dub lovers. Yeah. We love dub. I mean, I'm impartial. <laughs> but yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are my honorable mentions. Mine are all on nice. Netflix. So there's no excuse, guys. There's no excuse. Yeah. For my honorable mentions, um, mm-hmm. so The Promised Neverland is my mystery thriller i would Mm -hmm. actually label it as soft horror (laughs) that's a good Um, for anybody who is more inclined towards even darker and grittier stuff Mm -hmm. um i wouldn't actually call it gritty although there are more hard-hitting hard-hitting elements in the promised neverland Mm -hmm. i i'm not gonna give too much away in terms of synopsis but i will say that the entire first series or sorry, first season, basically all happens at an orphanage. The whole season. Okay, so... <laughs> is in the orphanage. Is that going to make me cry? Um, <laughs> it's going to make you really sit on the edge of your seat, I think. <laughs> but okay. I would, like, I'm I'm not one to love horror either, but okay. um, it was soft enough to, for me to really, really enjoy it, okay? Okay, all right. And Mob Psycho 100... <laughs> Guys. I think I think Mob Psycho <laughs> is probably one of my favorite Me too. series of all time. Me too. The only reason why I didn't put it into the Shonen um, rec list is because I just feel like Demon Slayer embodies Shonen better, whereas um, mm-hmm. Haikyuu, Haikyuu is just so wholesome. And yeah. it's like, I, I don't want to... Um, I don't want to take the opportunity for people to watch something a little bit unconventional in terms of shonen away right so i wanted to add Mm -hmm. haiku in there as well mob psycho is more like demon slayer and it's more fantastical elements but um it's a little bit more laid back but i think the messages that mob psycho has to say are a lot more hard-hitting and nuanced and also it has a supernatural element to it as well that is also set in a realistic society yeah like mob psycho is an urban fantasy so yeah whereas demon yeah. slayer is more entirely fantasy you know mm-hmm. high fantasy yeah mm-hmm. yes oh, mob psycho. Right. yeah I, I i okay i didn't forget about that one <laughs> but like i was like mm, it's a little too artsy for my list but i'm it glad that you i'm glad that you mentioned it anyway because hey maybe there are people that are like into artsy that's true yeah that's true. but mob psycho is very shonen. yeah very human themes i would say in mob psycho mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Which i personally like more yeah all right we made it so that brings us to the end of this uh, to the episode. end of the episode and to the end of my wine glass. Clink, clink. We all, we have like one sip left. 
Thank you for making it this far. I'm like slurring my words. We know it wasn't easy. We know it wasn't easy. Listening to us and also seeing our faces now. (laughs) (laughs) Double whammy. Yeah. Got him. Got him. We'll end it here. And we'll see you at our in our next episode you didn't even do the proper outro i don't even remember the proper outro okay so find us wherever you get your podcasts youtube spotify google <laughs> apple <laughs> if there's and a also- platform that we're missing from let us know like yeah. i don't know if anyone listens to podcasts on any other platforms but let us know shoot us a message mm-hmm. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. We're at Into yes. the Workshop. And especially if we got you to listen to watch an anime that you've never mm-hmm. seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then also, if you want to like recommend anything for us to look into, mm-hmm. feel free to just like shoot us a DM or something. Yeah. All right. Cool. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.